Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. My Favourite Libraries, a blog post written and narrated by Robert Fairhead from the Tall and True Writer's Website. Shh! A friend shared a Facebook post from November 2017, inviting the reader to step inside the world's coolest library, the futuristically designed library in Tianjin, China, aptly named The Eye, is lined from floor to cathedral-high ceilings with bookshelves, which follow the building's curved contours. And, most importantly for the avid reader, the bookshelves are stocked full of books. The Tianjin Binhai Library set me thinking about the dozens of libraries I've visited over the years, and fondly recalling my favourites. They may not be as architecturally impressive as Tianjin's, but three have left an indelible impression on me. The Bayswater Public Library, Perth, Western Australia. I grew up and went to school in the Perth suburb of Bayswater. The Bayswater, or Bayesy Library, was the first public library for which I had a card to loan books in my name, and I loved visiting it in my pre- and early teens, working out the Dewey Decimal card catalogues and locating titles on the shelves. I don't recall any of the books I borrowed from the library, perhaps some science fiction, or a few Biggles adventures. Chocks away, Algy, a classic Biggles line. But then, it was a long time ago. However, I still remember the joy of being surrounded by books, and the sense of awe I felt at the power of the words between their covers. The Brighton Library, Sussex, England. I lived in Brighton, England, from 1987 to 1993, and loved visiting the Brighton Library. Back then, the library was adjacent to the Brighton Pavilion, the extravagant Indian-inspired seaside retreat built between 1815 and 1822 for George, Prince of Wales. And in fact, the pavilion's former horse stables housed the library from the 1870s until 2005. Thankfully, the Brighton Library reeked not of horses, but of history and knowledge. And I was a frequent loner of books, expanding my reading in my late 20s and early 30s, a period I refer to as my classics catch-up phase. Brighton now has a new Jubilee Library, and while I doubt it has the charm of the old horse stables, I hope to revisit Brighton one day and browse its new library. The Waverley Library, Sydney, New South Wales. I now live in the eastern suburbs of Sydney, and Waverley Library is my local library. I have loaned countless books, CDs and DVDs over the years, but I will always associate the library with visits with my son to find books, either for me to read to him when he was very young, or inspire him to do so on his own when he got older. Books like Anthony Horowitz's Alex Ryder teen spy series, which my son devoured over the school holidays when he was 13. Oh, that I could encourage my reluctant reader to do so again. Sometimes I visit the Waverley Library without borrowing anything. Instead, I stroll about the shelves and recall the joy and awe I felt as a boy back in the Bayesley Library. Libraries can be futuristic buildings, like in Tianjin, or housed in old horse stables. What they have in common are books. Despite gloomy predictions about their future in the age of the e-book, I suggest those of us who love reading traditional books, and loaning e-books and audiobooks, will always love libraries. And some of these libraries will become our favourites. Shh! Hi. 
I'm Robert Fairhead from Tall and True Short Reads and the Tall and True Writers website. I wrote the My Favourite Libraries blog post in December 2017, inspired by a Facebook post about the world's coolest library in Tianjin, China. The Tianjin Library had me reflecting on my experience of libraries, from my childhood in Perth to my mid-twenties and thirties in England and as a middle-aged dad in Sydney. And this led me to nominate three favourites in the blog post. The Basie Library in Perth, the Brighton Library in England, and the Waverley Library in Sydney. The Waverley Library remains my local library, but since I wrote this blog post four years ago, my teenage reluctant reader has grown older and even more reluctant. And so when I visit the library nowadays, it's for me and not for my son. COVID-19 and lockdowns obviously affected libraries, and many were closed for parts of 2020 and 2021. However, as they've done with audiobooks and ebooks, libraries adapted and switched to online services. And over the past couple of years, I've attended several talks and workshops via Zoom. For example, a podcasting workshop run by the Waverley Library during the first Sydney lockdown in July 2020 inspired me to launch Tall and True Short Reads. Thanks for listening to this podcast episode. You can read all my short stories, blog posts and other writing at tallandtrue.com. You can also buy my short story collections from the Amazon Kindle and Kobo online bookstores. Links are available in the show notes. The next episode of Tall and True Short Reads will appear in your podcast feed shortly. In the meantime, don't forget to check your feed or the podcast website, tallandtrueshortreads.com, for earlier episodes from Seasons 1 and 2. And follow or subscribe to the podcast and rate and review it via your favourite listening app. Doing so helps other listeners find my writing. And finally, please support this podcast by telling your family and friends about Tall and True Short Reads and the Tall and True Writers website. 